Terra Ignova, Episode 3, Part 3. Skip the entire troll encounter and it's the. It's true. Okay, so did everyone climb down successfully? And I'm yep. gonna undo the grapple hook and climb down freestyle. Okay. So it's higher DC, I assume. Okay. Yeah. So how do we do the rolls? Uh, 19 for the first roll. And. Easy. Uh. 14 for the second roll. Yep. Alright. 14 using the climbers kit? Oh, I didn't add the plus 2 to it, so 16. Okay. And 21 and 16. I was forgetting about the climbers kit. Yeah, you're fine. Okay. I'm good, I'm good. Cool. At this point, you guys have returned to your very damp horses on the path. Yeah. So, I mean, you carry on Back towards the bridge? Is yeah, that what you guys' plan is? Let's go back to the bridge. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys make it back without too much additional difficulty. Time uh, is it? Late afternoon. Time to make. I mean. It's summer. It's not going to get dark till like nine, right? We could keep going and then just try to find something. You know, we know this is a defensible spot. I know, but I kind of wish mm-hmm. we had gotten a little further. Right, let's press on for a couple <laughs> hours. I'm sure Alexander can find another mm-hmm. yeah. spot for us yeah. to camp. I'll look for a... Oh, yeah. We'll press on for another... couple more hours. Yeah, I mean, Co- I mean, A couple more hours or until we find like if I find, like a really good okay. spot. I mean, Emmeth, Emmeth makes a valid point. What? At least the last couple hours haven't been terribly strenuous. You guys mm-hmm. could push mm-hmm. and reach. Could we push and reach path Dunmer's Pass by nightfall? By nightfall. Oh, if we, well, then, if we yeah. double, if Let's we if you guys if you guys hustle. Yeah. Yeah. We. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's okay. let's do that. I'd rather. Are yeah. the oxen get there. okay? Can we do that with the oxen? Animal yeah, you let's whoever wants to coax them into into making the forced march basically um, okay. make a handle animal check. So you have the ox and I have yep. the extra horse. So but again, to... they haven't had a terribly burdensome day yet either. No, it's not as though you guys have been making a full day of regular travel. There's been a lot of yeah futzing yep. at this point. Are you handling of, animals? Yeah, one okay. of them really doesn't like it. <laughs> it's the horse. <laughs> no, it's no the I have the ox and she. Oh, okay. You want me to do a handle animal for the horse? Yeah, sure. One of them really likes us. Oh, okay. eighteen. Cool. Okay. Twenty. So six and twenty-two. Okay. In general, in general, you're able to goad everything into, into carrying on past the point that they would potentially want to. Look, I have hay. Follow, follow. Um. <laughs> so is that what you guys would like to do? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Alexander, go ahead and make a survival check, as is tradition. It's unlikely that you will fail. Uh, unlikely that 28. you will fail. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you guys go ahead and push on through the remainder of the day. And, um, you know, maybe an hour or so after you guys get back to the, the bridge, you crest the top of the pass. And uh, it's, it's pretty socked in still because it's been drizzling heavily today. Um, but you can see down the other side 
And although the visibility is pretty closed in, you can just faintly, before your vision is completely obscured, see the the rocky, rolling hills of the northern regions of the Tindaris River Valley. Um, it's it's a bit of a welcome sight, as you guys have just spent the past month plus in the it's, Badlands. It was at least like two months. It's where been, things yeah. are arid mm-hmm. and rocky, mm-hmm. and this, while not lush, green. has green plant life, rolling you know fields of tall wild grass, um, and you can't really make it out from here um, because of, of things being obscured. But you know, just over that region, with a few hours of travel, you guys will be able to make it to the town of Dunmere's Pass. Um, Alexander is very skilled at navigating through the mountains, and as you guys <laughs> mull over your uh, experience in the small ruin, interacting with the uh, ancient pedestal, um, thoughts of that whole experience kind of kind of settle in your mind, and, and all of the unanswered yeah. questions and mysteries of, of ruins in general. Um, by nightfall, just as the sun is setting, you okay over there, Katie? Hiccups. Oh, okay. As the sun is just beginning to set, uh, you are traveling through the foothills of the West Wall Mountains. And in the distance, as the rain continues to pour down on you, you see sitting atop a particular hill, um, <clears throat> the beginnings of a few cottages. And as you press forward, the cottages get more densely packed in number until you guys find yourself in the outskirts of Dunmere's Pass. Now, Dunmere's Pass, you guys have all been here before. Um, and as you, of course, remember, since this predates the, the campaign, uh, Dunmere's Pass is a, a smallish town, somewhere between 300 and 500 people, depending on the season, um, and is uh, a large... Uh, like ranching settlement. Uh, a number of the population raise livestock and cattle. Um, the rolling hills oxen. with all of their natural and oxen and things like that. A number of the, the rolling hills with all of the natural uh, brush and foliage is great for grazing animals. Um, the town itself is actually home to one of the largest halfling populations in Terra Ignota. Uh, Nearly 40% of the population of Dunmere's Pass are halfling. The remainder are largely human. There's a few dwarves and gnomes mixed in, much like a lot of the Terra Ignota Empire towns. As you guys head into what effectively marks the town center, uh, it's, it's uh, recognizable because there's a, a relatively flat portion of cleared ground where all of the foliage has been cleared away um, and it's hard packed earth, it's somewhat muddy based on the, the recent rainfall, where the buildings kind of set in a circle around a large open central plaza. And in this plaza, there's a mismatch of market stalls, little, you know, colorful canvas roofs and small stalls. Uh, things have all been packed away by the time you guys arrive, uh, so no one is currently attending these stalls. Uh, in fact, there's not a lot of people out in the streets given the rain, um, but it's not unreasonable. Uh, to hear the sounds of 
dwindling evening entertainment in the various taverns in this district. Uh, this is basically the, the central plaza and market district where trade occurs for people who you know travel in or local craftsmen, artisans who work with the resources that are available locally to sell small amounts of goods. On the north side of the central plaza is what is known as the High Terrace. Uh, here is where the noise of the nightlife occurs a little more readily. There are several inns, or a couple of inns and public houses where uh, laughter, clinking of glasses can be heard. Uh, and many, of course, familiar sounding, high-pitched, somewhat musical voices of, of the many halfling population. <laughs> Set amidst these public houses is uh, Dunmere's, Pass, pa Dunmere's Pass's few official buildings. This includes a small guardhouse uh, where the constable watches over the town along with his deputy. Uh, there is a tavern that you guys had uh, <clears throat> stayed in previously uh, up in this location as well, which uh, is uh, Geifer Unkorned, which in Halfling translates to the one-horned goat. Could you say that one more time? Geifer unkorned? Unkorned. Or the, or the one-horned goat, if you want to call it the one-horned goat. And the sign, of course, has a, is a, a, a nice carved wooden sign with a paint slightly faded and has sort of this uh, ornery-looking ram's head facing straight <laughs> forward with one curled horn on one side and a shorn nub on the other. <clears throat> Nice. Uh, as you as you kind of begin and head in and approach the one-horned goat, uh, looking for some familiar lodgings, you turn and look, and you can see how that central plaza there are basically the road that t runs up the steps to the high terrace, and then three other roads: the one you came in on that heads south, and the other two basically heading west and east that sprawl off into a congregation of residential dwellings that then eventually taper off. There is no like discernible walls or anything that, that marked on years past. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get some, some stabling and some rooms, have a hot meal. It's gonna be a while until we have another one. Mm -hmm. Okay. As you guys enter into the one-horned goat, uh, the uh, Ryan tavern and, and clinking and background tavern noises. Um, there's a number of people in here, maybe a dozen or so locals. The majority of them are halflings, although there's a couple of pair of dwarves having a conversation over on the other side. And, um, <clears throat> you know, conversation is dwindling. It's It's... <laughs> <laughs> the people are, there's so, a comedian. So, there's, uh, yeah. No, the, the, I, okay. Well, apparently, conversation isn't dwindling. Uh, the the uh, the locals yeah. the locals are you know entertaining themselves, uh, and at the bar is a figure that you guys recognize from your last time here. No. From your your last visit through Dunmere's Pass before the beginnings of the campaign. Uh, this is Halwyn, Halwyn Mistwood, who is one of the uh, two proprietors of the One Horn Goat, oh. a brother and sister pair, uh, who are 
who are known for their skill at distilling. Is their skill at the what? Distilling. Ah, like whiskey or gin or. So they <laughs> they make a uh, particularly unique pungent distilled gin-like liquor uh, that is actually made from berries native to the region. Oh, yeah. Uh, How does it differ from gin? They're not juniper berries. They're not juniper well, berries. I know, but the flavor profile, how does it, like... Uh, I don't believe you've ever had some, so you would have to try it. It's in season. Which, of course, there's a sign above the bar that lets you know that they have a fresh batch of... Um, yeah, let's get some of that. Yeah, let's try it. Of the, of the beverage. Yeah? A round of, a round of the, uh, the Mistwood Special? Yes, mm-hmm. Mistwood Special. Okay. Uh, and I'm assuming that they have like stables. Or, like, oh, we, that's we, a good point. We could have found a stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know. for the sake of brevity, we'll assume you guys found a uh, a stable hand who was able to to stable the horses. You know, said for a couple extra coin, he would happily dry them off and help. You know, make sure they're well fed and rested for the the journey right. out in the morning. <clears throat> I need like stabling costs. Yeah. I, I had mentioned to Ryan we need to put together a, a quick yeah. a quick list, so it's on our to-do list. Uh, <clears throat> Hallwyn, uh, who is the the brother of the brother and sister pair who own this establishment, he's a short, middle-aged halfling, short even by halfling standards. Um, What's up, Thaya? He's got he's got <laughs> sort of a, like a, a, oh, no. a knit cap. That he wears high up on his head, kind of flopped over down the back, uh, a lightweight jacket that he is wearing mostly just to keep the chill from the wet weather off. Underneath is a reasonably clean white linen shirt, but it's unbuttoned relatively deeply, and a pair of bright green, like, trousers uh, and small leather shoes. Uh, he is clean-shaven, although his hair kind of sits down tight along his head and then floofs out underneath the bottom of the cap. Uh, he brings it over and, oh, well, I'm happy to help. Uh, here, enjoy. And sets down a, a small decanter yeah. of a... Nice. A small <laughs> decanter of this relatively clear liquid. It has a very slight... Uh, purplish tint to it. And several very small tin cups. This is, of course, a halfling establishment. So they're they're like, you know, like a little three-ounce cup. Well, it's like when you go to a hotel bar and order a shot, they just give you like a half pour. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But he's brought over, he's brought over the the bottle since you guys had ordered a round of it. Um, That'll set you back one gold. Okay. Party fun. Yep, one (coughs) pigeon. Mm-hmm. Well, pour, uh, pour yeah, around for everybody. Well, cheers. Right. Could you could you perhaps <clears throat> give us the identity of a perhaps a cattle broker? We've recently come into a, a couple of oxen that we'd like to leave in consignment or well, sure. offload tomorrow. We have to be moving on. Sure. Before law, you know, we'll be yeah. And the right, horse. Right, right, yeah, yeah right. And, and a horse. This well. is the right place for that, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I 
honestly would probably speak to uh, the farrier in the morning. He'd be the best one to give you some context. Farrier. Very well. Johnny Cashwood? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd, you, how'd, you, how'd you... You have a good memory. You yeah. must have been through town before. Yeah. Johnny Cashwood. That yeah, is his name. Yeah, a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Young chap. Yes. Ryan, write it down. Uh, yes. I wrote it down. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Hey. Runs the stables at the end, the south end of town. He's familiar with most of the ranch hands around here. and If you have some extra livestock you're looking to, looking to sell, I'm sure many of the Ranch and folk around here, the next time through, be happy to pick up a couple extra head. Yeah. Is it mostly cattle ranching, or like... Oh, it's a bit of everything, really. We've got uh, plenty of cattle, both both of the uh, food production and beast of burden kind, mm-hmm. depending on what people need. There's a number of goats that they typically keep them more off towards the uh, eastern area. As you get closer to the forest, the brush gets mm-hmm. better, and... Goats are a bit more picky with what they eat, mm-hmm. as I understand it. It's not my area of expertise, but, you know, being a bartender, you learn a lot of things about what the locals get up to. In, in, in Elven, I, I say that it's actually the opposite. They'll eat anything. That's true. <laughs> in any case, but, uh, yeah, uh, anything else that I can help you with? I've got to get back to I, I, you. Rooms? Yeah. Rooms? Uh, rooms? We've, got, we've got plenty. Um, Four rooms. Four? Four? Certainly, certainly. That'll be uh, gold. Oh, yes. Gold. Very well. Well, whatever it is. I don't have a price. uh, I looked it up. Five (laughs) silver for stabling. So I'm assuming per animal. Yep, per head. Uh, So, yeah. And then rooms equals... uh, Four rooms equals... I'm just writing this down. I'll fill it in later. Okay. Don't worry. (laughs) Ryan's looking it up. I also looked up hirelings, and that's how I kind of got the... 20 gold is probably enough for a couple escorts. Would depend Thanks. on the level of the character. I'm not. I'm simple people. Yep. yep. That was over. It's like one to three. All right. Well, so enjoy. Enjoy. Holler uh, if you need anything. Let's drink some of this, uh, this gin. Did we got just the bottle, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a decanter and uh, yeah. cu- enough cups for all of you. Are there like comfy chairs near a fire? Maybe. Yeah, there is a fire on the on the far side. It's okay. roaring. There's a number of people settled around it. I wouldn't necessarily say there's comfy chairs. Um, most of the chairs in here are reasonably constructed wooden chairs. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you guys have managed to source uh, a few of the open, medium creature sized chairs. Is there also <laughs> a, a gotcha. significant portion of the interior, given the large halfling population, at least half of the room is actually shorter tables and smaller chairs. Yeah. But they, of course, keep a few open. Two gold per night. Two gold per night. For all four of us? <clears throat> per person. Per person. Mm-hmm. Per room. Jesus Christ. So, eight gold. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you guys pour? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'll try small, I guess, I guess, hold on. I, mis- I misread. I misread the way they, they label these prices. Call it five silver a night. Okay. So, two gold. Yeah. Yeah. Already. So as you uh, they have them they have them divvied up between stays and sweets, and it's very. Uh, <laughs> we're not getting sweets. You guys pour a flight of the uh, of the Mistwood special and knock back you know a little three ounce taste of it. It's a uh, very fruit forward, got like a, a rich kind of fruity taste that hits your tongue immediately. But then as it settles, 
it kind of converts to a bit of a clove-like spice that kind of lingers on your tongue. Oh, this is nice. Can you make that? <laughs> just thinking about that. <laughs> Would be tough. Mm. After the fruit forward, after taste clove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you make fruit, clove? Fruit like berries or fruit like No, I mean, like, how do you make it only? Fruit like berries. Everything out of the clove. Yeah, like berries. Like clove. clove. You know. Yeah. So, does he uh, sell bottles of this or just. Yeah, certainly. There are bottles of it. I think uh, I'll pick up a few bottles for the road. Okay. As you. Uh, Booze hound over here. As, mm-hmm. as you. How many <laughs> bottles do you want? Oh. I mean, like three. I mean, how big are the? Are they like? I think, it was a, I think he said a gold for the decanter. I assume a bottle holds about the same. Yeah. Let's okay, so let's I'm take good. one specifically for um, Gridget's contact in Forgewood. Hmm. Let's take one. Okay, here. let's mm-hmm. let's see if he five five bottles. Right. Right. Certainly. Uh, Score goes and you know rounds <laughs> right. up a little yeah. rich luscious a little like <laughs> uh, well, speak for yourself you know <laughs> pulls out a little <laughs> rack that's got a whole bunch of bottles lined up and grabs them and starts setting them down on the counter for you <laughs> uh, be careful with the stuff too much of it'll knock you into a trance or at least so oh, the I'm counting on it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm quite glad you like it. Yeah, it's very pleasant. Well, I'm, good. I'll, I'll I'm absolutely uh, pass that along to Katrin. She'll be happy to hear it. Better right holding? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can't break. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just sitting there, I'm like, here's your gold, and I'm just like... <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Well, of course, I recommend that you put it in a decanter. It's nice if oh, it has yeah. a chance to breathe, but... Uh, Open it, it opens up, right? It's I all right. I can see too. Right. Especially this time of year, many of us. Ranchers that head off into the into the hills for a while will take some of those. Veggie please. That veggie is so good, dude. That gourmet veggie is. Anyone else? No, I'm I'm okay, thank you. It's every and every time I think like, oh it's no meat or whatever, but it's like so satisfying. It's a loaded veggie pizza. Well, and I think the artichoke hearts serve an, as enough of a focal sort of thing to bite into that you don't miss like biting into meat or something. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Ooh. What was his sister's name? Katrin. I, I have a C A I T R Y N. I have a point of order. It's, isn't a farrier the person who shoes horses? Yes. And a livery is where you actually stable horses. Yes. Okay. But a farrier is a person at the very least. Yeah. Okay. So it's a stables. And the farrier runs the state or owns the stables. Yeah, I mean, I guess you would have like a stable hand, also. But you could have I, a farrier at the livery. Yeah. To, okay. in, 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 yeah. The usually, livery. Usually, I'm referring to the farrier as a person, and in my yeah. head, at least the way I'm thinking of it is, in a small town, chances are the guy who runs the stable is probably a farrier. Right, because that's yeah. he, that's where people are going to come to stable their horses yeah. and get them yeah. reshoed. Yeah. So. I mean, unless you're in a, a, a big town. Yeah, with a big formal blacksmith. Then. Yeah, you're probably going to have, like, a farrier who owns a stable and maybe has a couple of stable hands. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine they're probably even importing the shoes. They're probably not even having yeah, a big, full smithy here. Yeah, sure, okay. sure. But you're going to have somebody who's at least skilled to... Sure, well, you have to shoot more. Yeah. Sure. Someone, someone who can who can trim trim feet and how, nail... How are our horses doing? I haven't taken a 
notices. Well, I, I channel them every night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and my my uh, assumption is that when you stable your horses, they're they, probably getting they're getting treatment, right? They're getting food, they're getting brushed cleaned or... and brushed and cared for. Yeah. That's gonna assume and... reshoed. And, like, I know, at least uh, in Craig, when we returned the last time, I asked them to, like, pay particular attention, because we had worn them out getting yeah. back. Yeah. So. It's <laughs> good special. Yes, I know what you were saying. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, as the evening comes to a close and you guys finish off your... Your bottle of the Mistwood special, your decanter of the Mistwood special. A quarter bottle of fucking straight liquor each. Uh-huh. Yeah, nothing. basically. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's a fit. Yeah, it's like... Oh, it's like not a, okay. Like a small bottle. I got you two. So what am I doing now? Four Just one. Do you want wine yeah. or anything? No, I'm good. Just one piece? Uh, two pieces. Sure. Two is fine. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Any uh, <laughs> any uh, other business that you guys want in? Yeah, I just just uh, ask him where we could sell them. Okay. Gems and things. Probably not gems here. Yeah. The armor, maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's a. I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Until Forgewood, I'm wealthier. Yeah, I think we're okay. Mm. Let's just get, offload the the paddle and um, mm-hmm. you know, just enjoy. This last night of right. You can know. you look up cattle, yeah. cattle prices, please? Ten to fifty. A comfortable bed. Uh-huh. What? Ten to fifty. Ten to fifty. That's, that that's what it says in ultimate ultimate equipment. For cattle. Ten to fifty. Okay. What about horse? We didn't look up horses. Depends on the horse. Yeah. This one was a light horse. <clears throat> light combat is one hundred and ten. Probably not combat trained. Seventy. Uh, so know. that's that's purchase price. So selling price would be half that. So. And and all the three animals are looking a little emaciated, <laughs> um, so you're you're probably getting less than ideal, less than yeah. ideal price. So we'll we'll assume that the light riding horse will go for twenty gold then. <clears throat> twenty for horse. And we'll say five gold for each of the oxen. Ten for oxen. What? It's it's more than zero mm-hmm. that yeah. we didn't yeah. have before though. Pays, so. pays for feed for the trip for mm-hmm. everybody. Food and food. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's not it's mm-hmm. nothing to sc- nothing to sneeze at. So probably we should have paid Desmond instead of you know, mine. Huh. It's fine. I'm I'm totally I'm t- we're fine. Mm-hmm. Keep for yourself. Mm-hmm. Party funds. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, you guys go ahead and take care of your uh, that business the following morning. Um, are you guys good on supplies? Nothing else you need mm-hmm. in town? Uh, we've been one day since then, so we have plenty of supplies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. We probably no, we're didn't eat our rations yesterday. Probably we we're too busy investigating. Yeah, yeah you, you ate your rations. <laughs> Just like snacking and pushing buttons on the wall. <laughs> Imagine I just sat in the corner and was counting out all the coins that we found in the troll mm-hmm. <laughs> cave. Just pull out my notes here. Alright. <clears throat> so as you guys head out the following morning, and uh, I won't ask you to make a survival check, because you guys are, for the first time, 
this campaign, traveling on a road, mm-hmm. like an actual, an actual honest to god road, <laughs> and by that road. I mean well-defined uh, wagon ruts, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and a nice cleared bit mm. of, uh, you know, hard packed dirt. It's a bit muddy given the rain, and as you guys wake the morning, uh, the following morning, the rain has lessened, but it's still coming down. <clears throat> Bundle up and head on south down the road. Yep. Onward, <laughs> adventurers. Cool. Um, so as you guys are traveling, what is your general traveling formation? Um. I love the sound of us. You're in front. Yeah, I'm in front. I'm doing like a diamond, tight sure. diamond. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, yeah, two side-by-side in the middle, and, you know, we can kind of alternate positions or whatever, depending on who we want to talk to or whatever. I think probably not. Perfect. Probably not forage. (laughs) Like, actually just try to travel. Not actually, like, range and forage. Okay, yeah, so you can make make good time. Yeah. Consume, consume your guys' purchase rations. For the, for the, for the time that we're on the road, and I expect less... Um, potential issues. Yeah, I'll burn a third level every day on create food and water. Okay. So your rations mm. don't deplete, but we do still have to. I can, can the horses graze here? Do we need to feed them. You will need to feed mm. them if you're traveling all day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they will graze at, in the evening, but. To make sure that they have the energy required for a full day of travel, you will be providing them with feed when okay. you stop to take mm-hmm. lunch and things like that. So don't <laughs> don't take off rations then for okay. however long we're on the, the road. Are you going to create food and water for the horses? No, for us. Okay, rations. don't take off rations, but do take off food. Understood. Mm-hmm. Understood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or we could do it the other way, whatever you want to do. Uh, well, I think the other way is Next. better because... Yeah, if we have to if walk. we have to hold a lot of feed. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It, which is more than holding rations. So I'll, um, so we started with 21, <clears throat> down to 20, so I will create food, food and water for the horses. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. The horses, of course, are not picky and very happy to eat uh, divinely conjured grain Oops. and millet, so. <laughs> of course. Oats of course. and barley. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's sort of it's sort of the the grand irony is that um, you know when you guys have eaten Urban's conjured food and water it's palatable but bland it's very it tends to be very simple food mm-hmm. uh, often a lot of whole foods berries nuts things like that whole foods it's expensive too <laughs> whole paycheck man <laughs> but uh, see I told the spot it's a little weird it, yeah. you know like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it seems it seems but like so cozy. Uh, the horses are really into it. The horses, the horses actually seem to almost prefer the conjured, <laughs> uh, and perhaps it's just the freshness of it. Mm. They're thriving. Our horses are thriving. But um, let's go ahead and have uh, the lot of you make a perception check. These guys are a day or so into the journey. Eighteen. Twenty-three. Okay. I'm sorry, I was reading the spell. Uh, yeah. What are we, what are we running? I'm down to a... 33. 
Before we before we touch on that, um, you know, we're, time is going to be a little more nebulous as we're sort of on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, general camping arrangements. Are you guys doing a rotating watch? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. Tents. Tents. On the road, next to the road. Maybe like a little set off the road. Yeah, I mean, well, any, anytime road. we can find, you know, maybe a grove or you get a little mm-hmm. few rolling hills or something yeah. that's yeah. just. I prefer okay. to not be like immediately yeah. super Let's go noticeable. And like a nice spot off the road. We're not trying to be super hidden, mm-hmm. but like small cooking fire only. Yeah. Kinda, yeah, it's not like. It's, it's not. Like super cold or anything. It's summer, so mm-hmm. given the dampness, yeah, the nights are a little cold just mm-hmm. because without lighting a big fire to dry yourselves, yeah. you're gonna be a bit chilly. But nothing you can't handle mm-hmm. um, I, unless I, you want to use prestidigitation in the evenings yeah. to dry everyone off before bed. In oh which yeah, case, yeah. That would be nice. this is an imperial yeah. road. I think yeah. we can yeah. do some torches and a fire. Okay. Don't want to draw too much. Oh, I mean, I'm sure people camping on the side of the road here is not yeah, unusual. It's certainly not unusual. Yeah. yeah, we probably don't need to be super stealthy. Okay. You know, just I don't think stealthy. Stealthy. I'm just making sure that we're keeping a good eye out. Yeah, uh, Alexander, will you make a general survival check just to sort of represent the, um, you know, looking for reasonable camping accommodations? Um, I will. Seventeen. Okay. At, at night, I just want to just kind of write this down or something, maybe for the next. Week. Just sort of think about, like, try to think about that puzzle or that control panel, and mm-hmm. you know, just muddle over it. And Perhaps get some divine, some inspiration from on high. <laughs> oh, actually, well, let me let me see, Andrew. Let me see if I can actually cast. I think I might have a three that gives me some. Maybe we'll do that one day. More meant like some. I don't think I get. DM I don't think I get. Um, I think like I get a nice, or anything. Yeah, I think Aubrey is my best right now. I'd like to figure out how to work this disguise cloak, and like come up with a few good disguises that I can set it to. Okay, sure. What are you disguising? Yeah, I mean, you my guys. My disguise cloak. One of the oh, one of the things that's set that's, three different disguises. Yeah. You could, huh? What? Oh, so one of the things thing. that's worth noting is that you guys will basically get approximately eight hours of travel time in during the day. Right. The remaining um, hours during the day are spent with a rotating watch, ensuring everyone gets a full eight hours of rest mm-hmm. and making and breaking camp, uh, especially since you guys are setting up. Torch perimeter, cooking fire, and tents. That adds a pretty considerable setup and teardown time. Each hour day. each constant time or so. Yeah, I mean easily, easily. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but you, you know, you're making a good pace during the day. Eight hours of full, full steady travel. Um, but that does mean you guys have time in the evenings when you're resting and cooking to do some downtime activities if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to, you know, work on some disguises for the cloak. Uh, if there's any general conversation you guys want to have, that's this is absolutely the time to do that. However, as you guys are traveling, you, it's a couple days in, and um, uh, as you guys are walking down the road, just sort of off in the distance towards the right, you see um, looks like a, a pair of small figures leading a small group of 
livestock. Just kind of meandering, sort of northeast. Hmm. Looks normal. There's nothing. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, small, small statue figures. Like, You've got hoods up. <clears throat> on this, the road, this we're this like kind of. They're they're off. They're, oh. they're, they're kind of just going up a little hill. Okay. This is still animals. this is still cattle country, right? I mean, we mm-hmm. haven't entered the deep farmland or anything yet. Yeah, right? you guys are you guys are still very clearly in cattle country. Okay. Yeah, just open grazing mm-hmm. land. And, mm-hmm. Okay. Just driving some cattle, no big deal. But we would yeah, we wouldn't think anything about that. That would be a totally common sight. Here. You tell me. Okay. Seems seems normal enough. Okay. She's she's not sensing motive. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Time progresses and. Another couple days of journeying. It's not uncommon. You see it a number of times. Small group. Occasionally medium-sized creatures mm-hmm. leading some cattle around. About. Okay. All. How. Oh, so it's probably we want to cut over um, westward. Like halfway down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we said. It's about a three weeks. Three weeks to Forgewood. So maybe like a week into traveling on the road cut west? Is that what we were thinking? Or am I totally off on this, Alexander? I have no idea how to navigate. Yeah, so... I would have an idea of... I think I think we had just said that three weeks from Den's Mouth to Hillcrest was pretty sensible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because so we're going down. We're going down the road, and then at some point we're gonna cut overland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Degrees. Okay. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Kind of, so kind of when be... you guys hit the the like intersection, if you were to draw a line between Janus March and the Acrian Gate, like right yeah. about there, you're gonna then yeah take a a little. But bit that's of a, like a west by southwest. Yeah. Beeline over like yeah. a but week I'll, or that's... maybe slightly over a week travels down <clears throat> southward right. so, mm-hmm. yeah. on the so road. So I'm gonna have to be like judging by like landmarks and like mountains, yeah. like yeah. peaks and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to make sure that we kind of knew our timeline on the road. Yeah. Any uh, anything else you guys want to do? Your I'll, I'll ride up to Alexander and burn one of these days and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, how long have you been in in Terry Ignota, Alexander? Only a matter of months, right? Yes, yeah. We've been here for a number There's of months. Very little news from the Empire here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had watched with interest when I was still back in the Empire that no heir had been born. While the Crown Prince and Crown Princess had not produce an heir and you know it's been some years since I've been here I'd heard I heard I had heard rumors of such things I stayed mostly out of that I was never much interested in public life well, your family is well, is well connected right yes but not with me <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't have much to do with them once I dropped out well once I parted ways from the the Golden Wyvern, and joined the military. That was a... You were in the military? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I was, a, um, was an officer in the engineering oh. division, doing, building bridges and forts. 
mostly just often looking for mining opportunities. And it's mostly just garrison work for me. Mm-hmm. It's rather rather dull. Yeah. When the empire is at peace, they they maintain this large force and they don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was. patrol the streets of the capital. Oof. That sounds horrible. I was spared from that. I got to be off in the wilderness and backcountry, looking around old yes. ruins. And it's partially why the city is so so safe, is the constant presence of the guard. But absolutely, I couldn't bear it. I couldn't bear the being cooped up in the walls. And that, of course, and if you're referring to the capital city, it is also on an island, which helps with defense immeasurably. Sure. Yes. But still maintain it. Oh yeah, absolutely. So they still had not conceived an heir, to your knowledge. I do. I I don't know. You, you know, the, the social aspects of the empire, Ondine would be far more engaged with that than I ever was. Ondine, do you know? Yours? <coughs> <laughs> do I know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was all, it was always a, a, it was always a point of, of wonder in the in the in the guard you know we were around the royal family and the you know the the, the, the king had become increasingly anxious that you know his, yeah make a make a knowledge you were local part of the check royal guard? no but I mean I was high enough up that it was in the in the palace and <laughs> Oh, that would be a 23. <laughs> Press X to doubt. No, 22. 22? Yeah. 22. Mm-hmm. What was the specific question? I was looking Had to Had an error been conceived? Any children in the royal family? The, the, general, the, the general knowledge on the subject is... Uh, no. But in the circles that you ran in, there are always rumors of things. Officially, no. (laughs) Now, that's not to say that there aren't any royal children. Ah. What what are bastards called then? Bastards. Okay. <clears throat> They're not like snows or. No. No. Bastards. Okay. Illegitimate. That was always our our suspicion as well as the crown prince was. Was not the problem in creating the air. Right. I, I can't I can't say one way or another. I was not actually connected to the royal family in any. I, I knew people, and I knew of things, but... Well, if the rumors had spread to your circles as well as mine, then... I mean... It's probably more than likely There's always to... rumors. All right. Or just sort of saunters off. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no, okay. I mean, like, you know, <laughs> lost in thought. <laughs> okay, I mean... Um... I'd like to continue doing some training with Emmeth and, you know, if anyone else wants Mm -hmm. to get in on some of this, like, oh, maybe, like, Alexander, you want to, like, you know, we can kind of... What? Before we move on to that, can I get a sense motive from Urban during that conversation? Yeah, roll sense motive. Urban, roll either... 
diplomacy or bluff, depending on what you feel is true in this moment, and add the and just provide the number. Uh, thirteen. Twelve. Twelve. Oh. Okay. What is what is Emmeth uh, interpret? They were honest questions, and he was wondering. <clears throat> just idle curiosity. But, it, but in regards in regards to his rationale, just honest questions and what they, they, he once wanted to know the answer, and if there's no there's no like ill will or, or there's no sorry there's no uh, he just he, he he wants to know not for some sort of like nefarious purpose mm-hmm. but something maybe that was left unsettled. Okay. He's not lying. He's not trying to deceive. <laughs> Are you deeply invested? Or is it just a... Do you want a sense motive? Yeah. You had a conversation with him as well. Yeah. Do I roll again? Or? No, I'm going to have you roll stand. That's a 16. Very. Very deeply invested. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to... Mm-hmm. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 picking up that there's there's a reason behind why he's asking, but that it seems like an earnest question. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to say it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're just gonna start crying at each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, when you're traveling across the roads, now's the time. Probably mm-hmm. should, right? Yeah, 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 yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, I'm sorry I'm just for busy no, no, updating totally the local fine. plans. Totally fine. This is such a detail <laughs> and including like the ruins and stuff and listen, this hill, about listen, the this hill is 550 <laughs> feet. Now your topographical chart is wrong. Oh, so <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the slope goes up like this, guys. <laughs> Jesus. Can I go to look first? Absolutely. I'll, Do you I'll have take a one too. I'll, I'll have Not a line. Not pure. LaCroix's all around. Not pure. I don't pure. like pure I'll things. Take, I'll take a pure, actually. That sounds nice. <laughs> I'll take a line. I'll go, I'll go as well. Or an There's orange or pure? anything. I don't care. Really. An um, pure? You want it in orange? I'll have... Uh, well, I was going to have you a pure, but I'll have an orange. Pure? Pure? I can pure you. Oh, Kitty, you needed mm-hmm. a... They're impure. Pure me, daddy. Pure me? Yeah. Kitty, you needed an orange or a lime? Hey, orange or a lime, it doesn't matter. Uh, you're, you're getting limed. Lime, okay. Leave lime. Leave me lime. Leave me lime. Leave me lime. Leave me lime. Did you bring more of a quote, too? We're getting cured. No. No, man, I just I just stack up. We we bought, like, it is, five it boxes at Freddy's earlier. So, like, a week ago, maybe nine days ago, I bought eight boxes. With the intention to give, to donate the rest of what was left. No. And I had two limes this morning. I had one lime, two limes left this morning. I had one with leftovers for breakfast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the last box of grapefruit. Oh, man. We we burned through LaCroix, too. I mean, two weeks ago, you know, (laughs) you guys brought all of that LaCroix. Mm -hmm. My parents bought me a soda stream for my birthday. I can make my own bubble water. Yep. Anyway, um, training. So, mm-hmm. training. Uh, I would like to see if maybe we can do like multiple people combat training. I, I, have, like, a qu- I have a question oh. on training. Sure. Sure. I would like to learn how to use a longsword, but maybe do some sort of long story invested way to do it rather than like burning a feet or something. 
Let me let me think on that. Okay. You could get creative with that. Let me think on that. Okay. Because if it's specifically one weapon, as opposed, because the feat would be martial weapon proficiency, right? I believe that that is. You take, you choose one, yeah. Just one. You don't get the whole category. Uh, with exotic, you choose one. I'm not sure. With well, but exotic is right. So is, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I, I think uh, with martial, you still choose one. But longsword is is martial. It's martial martial, martial weapon proficiency is a category, though. No, I. Yeah. I understand. Okay. But okay. A lot of times they'll be like, you know, this a gnome, yeah. a gnome is proficient with all simple weapons and anything that says gnomish if it's martial, right? Like, yeah, okay. Let me let me let me think on that. Okay. It's not a bad question, but for story purposes, if you want to, sure, let's have Alec just join in and I'll try to, you know, bumble around. With the... You get to choose a type of martial weapon. Taking the martial weapon proficiency feat grants you a single type of weapon. Mm-hmm. I'll never take that. But... Okay. Anyway, let me let me mull that over. Um, I'm not opposed to the idea, but we are also trying to make a concentrated effort to play. Yeah, no, I get nothing, rules, so. nothing, nothing that's like. Yeah, yeah, no, I. Like get a mini multi session sort of. Yeah, well, you guys have weeks of travel and training is occurring. So, is there mm-hmm. more specifics that you guys yes, want to go to? Yeah, that's why that's why I wanted to. I know you corrected like, like three times <laughs> trying to talk about training. I, well, I, I wanted to join in potentially, though, so I had <laughs> a question first. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please continue on. Yeah, um, so I I want to try to continue doing this, like, you know, this practicing with tumbling and stuff, but with multiple opponents. So if I could get two or th- all three of you sure. to, like, you know, and just kind of mm-hmm. do something like that, you yeah. know. And then, or maybe, like, two against two, you know, and see how we can work together and what... Like, what strategies would work if I'm next to Urban in battle, or I'm next to Alexander in battle, or Emmett, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, I don't know, maybe I should practice with the crossbow a little bit. You're pretty good at, <laughs> Alexander, you're pretty good at, like, ranged weapons, I mean, so maybe yep. I can learn something, just, uh, cause, uh, yeah, just, it's so... Not my wheelhouse. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'd be, be happy to happy to help. Yeah. So. Might take some time away from my my map making, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we've been traveling together for a while now. This is a pretty easy road. I'm pretty, and we've traveled on this road before. So, you've done a lot of the mapping here already. When we get off the beaten path, I won't bother. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I want yes, to certainly. strengthen my skills so that we can continue being effective. Right. I think if we and be more effective, if we all kind of practice together, we'll be a tighter knit group. Yeah. Can you use a shield? Not well. I have a two-handed weapon. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't think so, and I wouldn't want to. It would really hamper my movement. Does it? But I don't think that I can. Okay. Mm. Let's just well, save, my, save my ass a couple of times. 
What I really need to work on. Couple of times, just distinct, like caved-in portion of the top of the shield. What I really need As to work on. As takes a moment, goes mending. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. What I really need to work on is more evasion and getting through obstacles, especially. Uh, just don't get hit. That, that's the school of thought. Well, that's a just very the, the don't get hit school of thought. Yeah. Rather yeah. than the, yeah. That's a very I, different I a approach lot. to fighting than what the rest of us do. I know. Um, but that's why I want to try to right. like figure out how it works when I'm fighting with or against your guys' style. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Any I, specific things you guys would like to I'll, try? Or I'll, 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 t- I'll tell you that sticking with anything that's casting magic is really rough for us because if we have to cast and you're next to us you know I have to do all that you've seen before the glowing lights and I have to do all this stuff you know slash away when I'm doing all that and uh-huh. I, mean, I don't I don't know how many casters we're gonna face but I'll tell you when they're when I'm concentrated on it sure feels like I can't contribute much mm-hmm. yeah no for sure. I just don't want my lack of skills to bring I mean, anybody down. You did kill the giant troll a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Just one troll. Yeah. <laughs> um, we don't necessarily have to go through a scenario. Just sure. some of the things that... Yeah. But you guys, you guys take some time over the evenings, spend, you know... 30 minutes, an hour, a couple of the nights on the trip, just practicing, fencing with one another, you know, keeping your combat wits in shape over the couple of weeks' journey. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> as you guys reflect on it, uh, it's surprisingly peaceful, meandering across the valley, mm-hmm. uh, despite the drizzle, which does let up after a couple of days. Um, you reflect on how chaotic the past couple of months of months have been. Mm-hmm. What began as presumably a simple errand, uh, <laughs> an, an odd job you guys had picked up to make some coin and mm-hmm. head to an area of interest, sparked uh, a train of intrigue that is now sending you on yet another errand that you never expected to take. And you you all take some time and, and ponder uh, how this seemingly coincidental group of people are now potentially diving into something mysterious and and substantial. That could lead to getting the drill back online. It's making us money. <laughs> yeah. You money, maybe. Me money. That's, what <laughs> that's all that matters, right? It's the hating family mm-hmm. interest. Yes, yes. What are well, we... but if, if you're estranged from your family, are, are, are you... Are you estranged? Or are you just not? Well, I... We just don't have very much in common. Well, they... my, my, my interests don't particularly overlap with theirs. I want... I, I, like, I like to see the family succeed and you know, keep the keep the name alive for my 
sisters. And brother. Your brother is older, right? Yes. So he he has all the inheritance, all the glory. Mm -hmm. How does inheritance work in the empire? Uh, Is it eldest or is it split? Probably with the gavelkind. Sorry. <laughs> Nobody plays Crusader Kings 2. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? understand <laughs> your references. Sorry. Um, it would largely depend on the family. Okay. Um, but inheritance to the eldest is typical, uh, but not always eldest son. Oh, okay. Typically the eldest child. Much more progressive medieval society. Women are just as worthy to inherit. Well, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just beyond my human history. And I would imagine the cult. Well, you asked about the empire. There's yeah, so I'm assuming human, race, human, but, yeah, the humans of the empire, the Tindarian people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yes, I, I don't, I don't hate my family. I just prefer to not be where they are. It's and not your scene. Yeah. Well, are you here for them? Or are you establishing the Haney name here as the new figurehead of the branch of your family? Like this branch. You know what I mean? Oh, no. I just intend to set up some, some mining rights because it's within my wheelhouse. Engineering and mining and those activities of that sort. And then once that's taken away, I plan to travel and map and look at things and find ruins and perhaps, a lot of ruins to explore. <laughs> yeah, perhaps find some interesting, interesting objects to to study and yeah. exploration. Fascinating. Speaking of setting things up, what are we going to do about that, you know, the guy back in crack who wants to take over Cockfond's operation? Iden. Iden. Oh. I figure we'll deal with him when we get back. I mean, I sent him the note that Alexander then signed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yes, You're you can welcome. see why I didn't. I never did very well in the uh, mm. the circles of intrigue <laughs> within the powerful families of the empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we, you know, the note was honest. We hadn't had a chance to establish your business ties yet, mm-hmm. mostly because the drill was not online. So our activities right now are directly in line with trying to set up that business and once that's established then you can loop him in or not yeah so if he's a his designs on being the mastermind of the criminal underworld of the northern Tandaras valley is that someone we want to introduce to the legitimate industry i mean people like him are a blight people like him ruin societies we don't really know that much about him. No one who approaches people and wants to take over criminal enterprises is good. 
Well, do I like him? <laughs> no, I don't like him. You could be useful. But there was not anything overtly, like, criminal mastermind about this guy that I could tell. Oh, I think he fancies himself one to be. Oh, well, he probably fancies himself an elf. So. <laughs> I just think that we should deal with him. Cautiously. No. Much more straightforwardly. Oh. Well, we have been straightforward. That's not quite what Urban means. I don't mean, I mean, it's not, you cannot outright murder him, but he... People like him. We're going to establish legitimate business contracts and mining contracts mm -hmm. with people who work every day, who provide. We don't want to involve people like him in that. I think things are grayer out here. I don't know if there are as many you know, completely honest business people on the side of the ocean. You know? Or on the other side of the ocean. Well, I guess that's true. It's Anywhere. been a long time. I don't know what the Empire looks like, but... I will just say that there's always a shade of gray in any sort of business dealing because it's about how that person can profit. Mm -hmm. It's not that they're necessarily bad, but it's not... Like, it's not all good either. So, I mean, the people are people. That's not going to change. Anyway. You can't. Irwin rides off. <laughs> are you going to be a Caleb here and just be like, I don't agree with anything you're saying. I'm going to go off. Kind of on that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not in general, but on that one, yeah. To You're... be fair, it was a vex first. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I walk away. <clears throat> a vex rides away. A vax, yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> you did the thing. I even like thought sure. of it. <laughs> you did the thing. <laughs> it's vex because she's vexing. It's a yes. Liam yes. thing. It's, it's a Liam thing. Mm-hmm. Urban, urban rides away. Not, not like flying away, just like no, but falls back. <laughs> I, I, I think that right. it can. In any case, in any case, we have some time to decide what we're going to do. But I, as much as I don't like him, until he does something that is proven, like really bad, we have no yeah. nothing to. You know. We'll see what kind of things he's gotten up to yeah. while we have been out of Crag. I, you know, it's... I think we can go down a path of situations that we don't want to get ourselves into if we start trying to interact with people like that. You know, it's just... All, all of a sudden we do one thing for him we didn't see the consequences of and we've hurt people there's or always we, consequences or, or we, we introduce him to some contract that Alexander has made and he skimps on the materials and a half a dozen dwarves plummet to their death 
whatever. People like him or not. I don't feel like that's the sort of thing he's into. But you don't know, right? That's the point. Yeah. And I'm not... I'm I'm just saying we don't need to make a decision now. We have at least a month and a half. Okay. So. We gotta find Garrett. And trust me, there are always consequences. Well, Garrett was supposed to be with Sheer. I even forgot about that one. Well, but... Sheer? Yeah. I thought the last we heard of Garrett, he was with Maxwell. No, the note from Garrett said that he was going to go hang out with Sheer. The note we found in Codfound's house? That was the last we heard of, about Garrett's whereabouts, right? Do we know who Sheer is? Mm-hmm. I, had to have to, I need to go back through my notes. I can't remember. I don't know what to do. It was just a name. In the Badlands? I feel like there was more context to that note. Well, maybe we'll find out. I was out just more. looking at it. Wait. I should have asked Desmond. I want to cast Sending to Desmond. Okay. No, I can't. Like a 5 oh. joke. I, I see. I can oh. do any sort of communication I want in 5 <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Snap my fingers and talk to the other planes. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> talk to anywhere on this plane. Oh, great, Laura. It's broken. Roll, roll, uh... Everybody roll a quick perception check. Is there a pencil sharpener somewhere? Yeah, yeah we had it over right here. Got it. 21. Okay. 21. 21. <laughs> Natural one. <laughs> Urban's lost in thought. 27. About the the reality, the, the, the morality of ethically gray business contracts. 27, 21. All 20s. 21. 21. We both got 21. 21. Okay, 27, 21. Yeah. Another group of four or so small in stature figures scampering across the hill, leading some goats. Goats. That's all. Okay. What a goat, dude. They're so cool. They are cool. I like goats. Just clear any brush off my land that I need. Probably eat a tree if you get enough time. Yeah. Any, uh, any other conversation you guys want to have? Um... So just one night, um, when we're like maybe doing dinner or something, you know, around the campfire, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, now that we're away from Crag and we have been for a while, I want to know your, your guys' feelings on the whispers and the dreams Because, just from my standpoint, it's very unsettling. Having thought about it more, would deserve and think it's... I had thought maybe it's some sort of persistent spell or effect or something. Right? It's, it's no idea. You, you are urban. I haven't given a thought, can I make some sort of... Roll on something, or just, just no. no clue. Okay. No, I think so. I think it's, it's a conversation for your guys' own interpretations as your characters. 
I, I was... Let me let me answer that more mechanically. There are no additional clues available to you that would okay. warrant a roll in any capacity. It makes me feel very... I feel like most things we run into on game, I have at least some... Before had some knowledge if I knew if it was from Elysium or from maybe the different planes of existence. I, I had knowledge of, you know, all the various arcane and divine aspects of this this world and we're out here and there's an ancient civilization that i can't decipher there's effects on people when they sleep that i don't know what they mean mm -hmm. it's far beyond anything that i understand i mean but do you feel like it's evil yeah, when we heard Codfon's voice join the chorus on the night of his death, mm -hmm. that his allegiance to whatever power he served made him join it. Yeah. I've been trying to follow that thread for months and haven't gotten anywhere. Yeah, I... I felt reluctant to about it while we were there. Mm -hmm. People seemed less concerned about it than I would think. That they'd accepted it. Yeah. And why would or you? Or become deaf to it. Or were part of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Should just walk around casting detect evil every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about you, Emmett? I. Hmm. Yeah. It wasn't similar to anything that I've experienced before, but. There was something a little reminiscent. Oh. And. I think that if we had any information to follow regarding what's going on with the whisperings, my curiosity would get the better of me on this one. It, it, it would get the better of you when? If we had any other leads to follow about the whisperings and what that malevolent presence is, then... I would be some. incredibly motivated to find that. I'd be, I'm so curious about it. And we have, <laughs> with all of the things that are stacking, that is the, the biggest, um, that's the closest that we've ever gotten to what seems like a grander scheme. Yeah. Um, to have touched something that dark. So, you know. And there's still the tower in the west that Codfon served. I have to wonder if that was like a metaphorical word. Like, never heard of towers in the west. Have I ever heard of towers in the west as a metaphor or a meaning of anything? No. Okay. Doesn't mean anything specifically to you. But the idea of it being a metaphor is interesting. Alexander? Yeah. 
Yes, little one. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't have terribly much to contribute. It was disturbing when we were there, and it's nice that. Yeah. Sleep through. Yeah. 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 Wake up without some demon's voice in my head. Yeah. Hmm. And then if there's nothing that you've encountered in your your travels. Never heard whisperings like that. Nothing. Hmm. No, nothing no like rumors that. of other it happening to other people or in other areas or not that. No. Um but I would say that large malevolent presence mm-hmm. definitely heard rumors of that mm-hmm. and seen some um yeah, some folklore maybe mm-hmm. Say folklore kind of regarding that so that's that's not i would say that that's not an unusual or an unknown thing out here stories they tell to scare young elven children out here <laughs> No, I think on a far more practical level um, than just, you know, whispered fireside stories. But, but no, nothing nothing literally that I would be able to draw a reference on or heard people talk about, like sleepless nights full of bread. You know. Yeah. I, I just wanted to get your guys' take on it because I don't <laughs> don't like it. And I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. We'll have to get to the bottom of it sometime. Yes. Especially if we're going to set up anything of permanence there. Absolutely. Nice to have a steady income of gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's so many things you can do with it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have a bottle. Let's pop out one of those bottles. Okay. Right. Seems like a good night for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> He's had it ready for a month and a half. Yeah, right. <laughs> As the evening uh, fades on and you guys go through your watch rotation, who takes the last watch? I'll take it in general. That's okay. good for everybody. <laughs> Early riser. Okay, take he, first. He would have had to be normally to do sure. okay. cleric things. Yeah. The exact opposite of his player. Mm-hmm. Make a perception check for Urban. Okay. Oh, it's almost so good. 16. 16? Ugh. Oh, Laura Bailey, dude. As, as, uh, as Urban is going through his, his morning routine, just off in the distance, there's a a little bit of movement, and you can make out a couple of small in stature, hooded figures, leading some, leading some livestock. Are they all leading them north? Uh, not all of them, but these ones are headed northeast. Okay. Some of them were headed. Some of the other ones that you passed were headed towards the west. A lot of them are, are headed north. Um. And and based on your understanding, um. It's summer, so a lot of livestock are being pushed up They've north been to the higher, south. yeah, to the higher elevations. While the weather is favorable, and then they'll go back into the lowest elevations during the winter time, okay. where it's easier to keep them alive. Sure. Girly. 
But uh, nothing about it strikes you particularly odd. Somebody moving livestock at a very early hour. Well, you would. I mean, wouldn't first light? You probably yeah. would. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ambitious halfling farmers, probably. Yeah. They're always so cheerful. <laughs> they are cheerful people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arts for babies. Make a make a make a knowledge geography. I got one. Oh no, it's a new day. I have full slap. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> full slap. <laughs> we almost finally. Uh, seventeen plus one is eighteen. You know, from from the halfling traditions, that they are a people who pride themselves on their their adaptability and their ability sure. to overcome. Something about the nature of them being such a small in stature, uh, hardy folk, that part of their cheerfulness just comes from uh, almost a genetic optimism. And uh, halflings firmly believe in positivity in the face of adversity. And so to some extent, the the, uh, cheerfulness is a uh, like a societal requirement for halflings through which they will band together and overcome most things. Okay. Which is part of why they are a revelrous people, but um, are tenacious and hardworking as well, and often will take advantage of situations other people wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. The morning comes and everybody picks up and continues the trip. At this point, we're mm-hmm. we're um, closing in on several days of travel. If there's any other additional conversation you guys would like to do before you reach the point at which you will depart from the road, how many days? Um, about a week. Thirteen ration. What's that? I'm just counting down the rations. Yeah. Nothing else. Okay. Uh, Alexander, make a make a perception check for me, please. Okay. Oh, well, look at that. It's a it's a it's a twenty-seven. Okay. Up ahead on the road in the distance, about to the point where you're getting ready to cut west, there's a small congregation of buildings along the side of the road. Hmm. Uh, just a small number of what appear to be maybe farmhouses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's one larger two-story wooden building, um, which you can just barely see a bit of a, a sign hanging in front of it. Oh. The houses are reasonably spread out, mm-hmm. um, but it looks like it's perhaps a small farming community that's planted right on the road. Mm-hmm. Would we have passes on our way north? Would we know? Or is this like within the last couple months this has built, been built up? Um. <sighs> Yeah, you, you you would have seen it before, um, but it didn't necessarily strike you as being particularly unusual. And it's not it's not uncommon for them to be farming communities. Yeah. Um, but because of your guys's intended travel plan, you find it rather striking about how there just so happens to be a small community right about the place where you're intending to turn off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, are they growing? They're growing the standard fare. The fields around the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nothing, yep. Nothing. But that that order. Yeah. Might be a, a Should we go stop in and ask if there's any pending shortcut road? Yeah. yeah. At this point, just the... pushing pushing towards you. Oh. Should we go. It'd be nice to the... sleep in a bed. Yeah. 
see if there's yeah, a, it's what, any like news a little any news, a little yeah, or tavern in you know any for travelers recommendations about taking the overland route. Yeah. If we're going to be crossing through any private property. <laughs> I feel like it's just a lot of range. Yeah. Passing yes. through as long as we're yeah. not, you know, picking off their cattle or something. It's yeah. Really fine. Plus, there might be a might be warm beds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you buy a few rations. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go to the see the place with the might have a sign. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you guys carry up into the, the small hamlet, um, like I said, again, you pass a couple of small farmhouses. Um, you do catch off to sort of the, the northwestern side, um, or the northeastern side. Um, it looks as though there may have, they may be in the process of constructing some kind of a small stable. Okay. Um, but uh, as you approach the meager inn, it's relatively small. It's a two-story building, but it's uh, smaller in size than you perhaps were expecting. It's got a little sign out front that just says uh, Edgeworth's Inn. Edgeworth's. Push the door open. Uh, yeah. Mostly empty at this point. Mm. But uh, a relatively young human man stands behind the bar. Uh, he has pretty short cropped hair, but it's a little like kind of wiry and tousled, even though it's cut relatively short. Um, he's got heavy uh, trousers, uh, look like good working wear trousers, and a long sleeve heavyweight shirt rolled up over the top. He's got a black apron on, and he's currently just setting about scrubbing things. Oh! Welcome, welcome. Oh, uh, yeah. Greetings. Come on in. Nice to have people stop by. Of course, of course. <laughs> Been on the road. What, uh, what can I do way. for you? Yes. Been on the road all the way from Dunmere's Pass. So. And Densmouth okay. before. Yeah. And Craig yes. before that. Really, really right. hoping for a hot meal. It's not trail rations, and a, maybe even a warm bed and a well, bath. Come to the right place. Come to the right place. <laughs> all right. Don't know about the bath, but a meal, a meal and a bed we can we can do. Just the four of you. Well, we've yeah. got two rooms. Oh, that's fine. Both available. Sure, we can. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, a meal. Uh, we can we can do that. Um, be right back. He just sort of steps in to the back room. It's like five feet away. It's just still <laughs> still seeing. Yeah. And he's you know ladling something out of a pot. Comes back with four bowls of. Stew. Uh, bread. Smells, smells good. Yeah, and a couple, like, hard, you know, small yeah. ends of bread. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yes, we're thinking about heading overland to, to Janus March, and then Hillcrest, and then on to Forgewood. Don't you feel there should be a road to there? This is exactly why I built this in on this spot. I uh, am certain that someday, someday... <laughs> There will be a road from this very establishment <laughs> due west. Mm. It only seemed natural. And on that day, friends, mm. I am going to capitalize. <laughs> That's a very good plan. Well, I'm something Edgeworths will have more than two rooms <laughs> on that fine day. I'm something of a cartographer myself. I could uh, plot. 
plot a route for a for a road, and perhaps you could even mark his inn yeah. as the preferred destination yeah. here. Mm-hmm. In uh, yeah. what is this place called? This hamlet. Edgeworth. <laughs> you know what? That's not a terrible idea. We, we don't really have a name for it. I mean, Just name the town after yourself. There's only. I mean, there's there's only a dozen or so of us around here. Six or so families have got their their farming homesteads. We all kind of banded together because of the, the convenience of the whole thing. But sure. Of, you know, of course, it's a wild land. Strength in numbers and all that, and each of them has their opportunities in a sort of separate direction and work together, but, um, sure, we can call it Edgeworth, so yeah. sure. not going to offend me. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're putting together a travel guide of the Tindaris Valley. <laughs> yeah. Rod- Roderick might have something to say about that. He fancies himself an important man, but, uh, you know, with, with the stable and everything that he's putting together. But uh, Speaking of which, guess. is there somewhere to put our horses? Is well... That- there, is there at least a post outside of the inn or something? Well, you're certainly welcome to hitch them up to the, the front gate. That's certainly fine. But uh, there, there would be. But uh, Roderick and his wife and son ran into a bit of trouble with the, uh, the stable that they were constructing. See, Don't say. I, well, I knew I saw the quest marker. Rats? Giant rats? No, no, not giant rats, but goblins. Those are funny goblins, yes! See, they're a common problem in the in the valley around here. They're not the most dangerous, but they're they're troublesome. In number, they can be quite. They like to take things. They like to take livestock. They like to take crops. Buttons, they have a particular fondness for wandering off with carts of building supplies, it seems. Mm. And uh, just recently, Roderick came storming in, accusing me of stealing his... Like I would need a wagon full of lumber. Goblins, I said. I told the man. Goblins have wandered off with your supplies. You shouldn't leave your lumber unattended. But no. Anyway, we had some words. Yeah. <laughs> I am certain that goblins have taken his cart. Where did, which way did they go? Uh, well, by my recollection, they've probably headed back into the forest, uh, the the Acrian forest, to, to oh. far to the northeast. Uh. The, oh so yeah, two yeah. week travel. Um, well, I mean, they take their time, but um, I, that's where most of them seem to come from, this side of the river. Hmm. I see. Hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how long ago was this? Why, I believe it was just yesterday that he you, came storming in here telling me that he'd gone missing. Do I believe him that he didn't steal the lumber? No. <laughs> Make a sense motive, Jack. Oh, sure, yeah. I, I don't believe him. Uh, plus 10. 22. 22? Okay. Uh, 20... You both feel that this is a man who is incapable of lying about anything. He's just excited. <laughs> He's just, just a, an absolute, like, exuberant, extroverted type of person. And he's just so happy to have someone new to talk to. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to speak ill about Roderick, but he's a little bit of a paranoid sort. And we've had it out and it gave him a pint of beer and everything's, everything's all clear. But in this case, I'd like to prove him wrong, Well, but I don't know how to do that. You could hire a band of adventurers to track the lumber down. 
I could hire you for food. I'm afraid I don't have much in the way of coins. This is, uh... I mean... It's a nice inn, but uh, we get some business. Alexander could maybe track from where the cart went. I could go and see if there are and goblin just... tracks, which would cart demonstrate that it was goblins, and then he can lock his building supplies up better next time. <laughs> yeah. I'll go with you. Well, I appreciate I appreciate your uh, we'll take a resourcefulness. Minute and we'll go, go poke around, go sniff around over there. I'll tell you what, if you can you can find some definitive proof that it was goblins who wandered off with his cart of lumber, the meal's on me. Oh yeah. Sounds like a deal. Oh. You drive a hard bargain. Well, I certainly try. <laughs> <laughs> Keep working on that. We we value quality over quantity here at Edgeworth's. That's why we have two rooms, but they're very nice. That's <laughs> comfortable. Very good. You should work on the bath part, though, to offering that to your paying guests. It's tough, but uh, there's a barrel of rainwater out back that I use for making the soup. You're welcome to grab a couple of pots, Cole. Thanks. About the best oh, I can do. Sorry, friend. <laughs> sort of dejectedly walk outside and create water above my head and just kind of <laughs> scrub it off as best I can. What's the digitation? It's not the same. I you still feel it oil, though. It's not the same. But that's what happens when you're on the road. Do we go and poke around? How do, is it dark out? It was getting... Yeah, you guys are dusky. Okay. But you could... I mean... It's over there. Goblins aren't sneak. Well, I mean, they're not... I guess I shouldn't say that. I'm sure if there's tracks to find, Alexander can, can, can probably find them Well, <laughs> wagon wheel <laughs> tracks, yeah. I mean... One little <laughs> one pint of water. Yeah, one pint of water at a time. And goblin... Well, goblin... goblin goblins leave tracks and they're... You've encountered goblins in, over on Terra Fidelis. You said... Yes. To Desmond. So you it's would recognize... I, I believe I have. Yeah, you want to do knowledge nature to think about what you know about goblins, or... I suppose uh, I should come, too. Yeah. Sure. Go ahead and roll knowledge nature. Because they are my favorite enemy. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. So I know a lot about goblins. <laughs> nope. I don't know a lot about goblins. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Think, Alexander, think! Oh, I know a hell of a lot about goblins. <laughs> it's been a long day on the road. Oh, you just had to think about it for a second. <laughs> That's a 30. <laughs> okay, so... Knowing, knowing a lot about goblins, uh, when you and Ondine first arrived in Terra Ignota, um it became pretty readily apparent that goblins are kind of the scourge of the valley. Um, they're not like a terribly violent threat necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people get in fights with them, having to chase them away to protect their valuables and to protect their livestock and to protect their children mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Um, you know, a, a goblin is not, a, an individual goblin is not a terrible threat. Right. Uh, but more importantly, um, you are at least vaguely familiar with the idea that goblins seem to be mostly sourced in both the Acrian Forest and the Dawnwood Forest. 
Mm. Um, and that always seems to be where goblins come from and go back to. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Coastal goblins. Um, yeah, and, and yeah. Desmond had said that there's lots of goblins in the forest and that they were more mm-hmm. mischievous and less than, violent. Than violent yeah. and wicked, yeah. Yeah. So, are goblins one of the things that I would have experienced? Did they make that... We talked about this briefly and we never, we yeah. never like... You probably, you probably have. Okay, can, um, I, can I do a roll? Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, I don't know what else I can tell you besides right. what I just told Alexander with his 30. So is that... Knowledge, nature? Or local? An extra five. Make a, Go ahead and do knowledge local if that's what you want to do. 18. It's actually 33. I mean, obviously it's not 30. <laughs> missed that DC of 32. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You you kind of know most of the same pieces of information. You've the never really thing. Yeah, you know what people say about goblins and and the view that the majority of the valley residents have about them. You never yes. really spoken with any goblins. But they're intelligent. Them. Yeah. Yeah, they are actually rather intelligent. So have I fought goblins? Yeah, it's likely. Okay. It's likely, but not. Or here. at least, at least encountered some. Mm-hmm. You may have, you probably have chased some goblins away from okay. Tylo and your bag of goodies gotcha. once or twice. Sure. Probably on your last trek back to Consus Crossing. Mm-hmm. Well, um. In fact, they seem to be particularly interested in stealing your pots and pans. <laughs> <laughs> You have the copper bottom, right? They kept referring to them as round gungers. Round gungers? Round too. Oh my goodness. They just want to cook something. The round gungers. Actually, they're just a bunch of wandering bards. Yeah, right. We just don't understand. Goblin bards. Oh god. Hilarious. Uh, okay, well, Alexander, you want to take a look out here and see if you can yeah. see some tracks that are okay. certainly we'll go poke around. Goblin. Rodericks, is he is he around his stable? Will he be bothered if I go over and take a look? Or no, oh, I, I don't suspect so. But you should probably go and knock on his knock on his door and just let him know I sent you. Or certainly, maybe don't. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should bring him a mug. <laughs> well, of ale. we we can just say. We heard you might have had some problems with goblins. Roll diplomacy. <laughs> I heard I'm, using my, I'm using my ear on this if I have to. No, natural 20. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, I can get behind that. Oh, I'll pay for it. You don't have to. Oh, well, then certainly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> two two silver? For ale? For a... Mug of ale? No, not cheap ale. It's cheaper than that. It's much cheaper than okay. that. Okay. Well, I'll toss him the silver. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I'll have to get the room prices and and determine whether we're going to pay for the meals or not. Mm-hmm. 
later. So you guys take the last remaining minutes of, of uh, daylight and head up over to Roderick's. He's pointed you in the direction. It's a nice cottage, painted a fading red. Hmm. And uh, set to the side is um, a small stable that he was constructing. All right. Uh, well, knock on the door. Please. <laughs> There's a moment passes and door opens. There's a older human male, got a bushy graying beard, What's and this uh, town Everworth doesn't have a name. What's the name of the guy? Edgeworth. 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 Edgeworth sent this to you. Gray, bushy beard. His hair is uh, of a medium length, kind of tied back. <laughs> and uh, at this point, um, he's wearing just sort of a light, loose-fitting shirt and what appear to be like comfortable breeches, yeah. as opposed to like working wear clothing. Can I can I help you? Oh, um, thanks. You're welcome. I guess. What, we're, uh... we're just passing through and uh, and heard you might ha- have had a, a cart stolen. Make a diplomacy check, strongly assisted by the fact that you walked to somebody's door and handed them a mug of beer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, if solicitors came up and were like, somebody sent this for you. Yeah, right? Be like, oh. oh, I see you understand me. Right? I owe you at least one beer's worth of time. <laughs> no. <laughs> You had uh, my interest, but now you have my attention. <laughs> uh, 23 for diplomacy. Uh, initially, the, like, confusion and slight frustration of being, like, bothered is immediately assuaged by the fact that you've walked in and said, Edgeworth sent this. Uh, well, yeah. I... Goblins. Yeah, that's... That was his his theory as well. I mean, they're uh, troublesome, but uh, I've never had a cart of lumber go off before. Yeah, well, a couple um, of cows went missing some a week back. Ooh, but uh, two cows for a single family going missing—that's like yeah, it was quite upsetting. Devastating. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, I honestly was pretty convinced <laughs> that uh, I mean the cow problem was. Significant. I was kind of convinced that uh, Brynwald was just, well, Oops. joshing with us. Uh, Brynwald, the innkeep. Oh, is that his first name? Uh, or, yeah. Ed- oh, yeah. yeah. Edgeworth. Edgeworth. Brynwald. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought he was just Brynwald. pulling a trick, and I was a little upset after having, you know, lost the livestock to have somebody come take our cart of supplies. We were trying to make the stable happen build up this town as a reasonable stopping point mm-hmm. but uh, my my son's pretty good with animals and partially his idea so we're bringing a little extra income conveniently located on the road anyway it's not important but uh, I stormed in there gave him what for and of course he was defensive and apologetic and a little rude but I suppose I started it in any case this is much appreciated pass along thanks well yeah we have Alexander yes. here is a skilled tracker. We thought perhaps we could... I have quite a bit of experience with, with goblins. I thought I could... If you can show me where the cart was when it went missing, I can look around and see if there are any yeah, uh, goblin sign. Right, sure. Um, let me reach some. Grabs a coat. Kind of 
throws it on. <laughs> Takes a sip. Plops a wrinkled old hat on his head. Alright. Grabs a walking stick. Starts trudging out with you guys. Mm-hmm. He leads you around over to where the, uh, the stable is. And uh, go ahead and make a survival check. No. <laughs> car's parked. Car's parked right over here. And uh, we're missing just yesterday. Woke up in the morning and gone. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty easy mm-hmm. to see the marks left by the wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, they they kind of head straight off due north. And there's a number of small footprints. But it's difficult because there's also a number of medium footprints. The ground around is very firmly tracked. I'm going to go up to... one of the small footprints. Mm-hmm. And... Hold on a second. <coughs> Pull out your sketchbook of goblin footprints. <laughs> Be like, yep, these are goblins. Yep, yep, that's a goblin. <laughs> that there is a goblin got, footprint. Got here. Bing, quest complete. <laughs> <laughs> Turns a little question mark over his head from the, you know. 300 XP. Advanced player's guide. What are you looking for? APG. The spell, residual tracking. Oh. Tell creature's appearance by touching the Oh, that's Damn, cool. that's dope as hell. Wow. <laughs> when we said we had an expert tracker, we were not joking. Yep. So if it's like a person, can you figure out what they look like? You said tell their appearance. I've never actually read the full spell text. Yeah. By touching your yeah. footprint, you receive yeah. a clear mental image of the person or creature that made it. So well, what if the person or creature is exact in same appearance as the creature that made the footprint at the moment it made the imprint? Including any telling features or expressions, gear, equipment, or anything else the creature was carrying at the time. Dude! Which means means by touching the footprint of a horse, you would be able to see its rider. Yep. That is so amazing. Alexander, just for the future, future, once I get this disguise cloak all figured out, we definitely have to try this out to see if when you try to track my track it if you see me in my own appearance or in my disguised appearance. Let's check that out someday. Yeah. Soon. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, carry on. Okay. So take a little bit of bit of plaster out kind of rub it around in one of the small footprints. I wave my other hand around a little bit. Okay. Show me. I don't have to roll or anything, do no, I? No, you it's don't. Just a spell. <laughs> it takes some time. About a yeah. minute passes as he's, he's working the incantation, and uh, he, he kind of spreads the plaster as almost like he's making a cast of the footprint. Um, and then and then you see a brief flash as Alexander's eyes kind of just haze over for a brief second and then clear back up again. Um, the clear mark of, you know, insight, magical insight. Um, 
And with the, the final kind of somatic gesture down tracing over his eyes and looking just off into the ether, uh, Alexander, you see a perfect image of a small goblin, wide head, two ears, one bent over slightly and placed a little lower than the other, kind of hunched down in sort of a little bit of a sneaking, a sneaking pose, uh, beady little red eyes, um, a distinctive scar across the, the upper lip, kind of on the right-hand side, wearing a ratty brown cloak, uh, currently, at this in your vision, with the hood tight around the neck, but not over the head. Mm-hmm. Um, there appears to be a very poorly kept dagger, kind of tucked in the belt, or what seems roughly a dagger in size, but is much cruder in construction. Um, and just kind of these, like, tattered cloth breeches. Uh, no shirt to speak of. Definitely a goblin. Oh. Well, that was easy. Mm-hmm. Um, how big of a cart is it? Is it, a, well, is, it, it? is it like a hand cart? Is it a horse cart? No, it was a full-on horse cart. They stole the horse as well? No. Well, horses are still here. I think they just took off with it. Can you cast it again? Yeah, I can use my pearl of power. Ooh, you should look and see like well, what so they hitched up to it. Yeah, so I'm gonna go and look at the where the tracks are and mm-hmm. see if there's any like obvious like larger prints okay. of something. Make another survival check. Where the make another survival check. Do it. Oh, I did it, dude. I did it so good. Twenty nine. <laughs> no. Seventeen plus twelve. Okay. Yeah. There is lots of tracked ground here, but you're pretty good at picking things apart. Uh, human boot print, more goblins, more goblins. These prints are interesting. And you do find a larger print. It appears to be a heavy, but bare kind of clawed foot. Good. Grab my pearl of power, grab some plaster. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Okay. Once again, Alexander takes a minute, makes the gesture, and this time you see him look up as the vision that appears before you, Alexander, is of a much larger, broad-shouldered humanoid creature hunched over, and you can kind of see like with a ropes slung over his shoulder that disappear into your vision. Mm-hmm. Bulky, muscular, got an angry expression on his face, cuts, scars all across his exposed upper torso. Messy mange of fur and hair kind of around on his head, and these uh, sort of uncomfortably tight-fitted pants. Slung over a shoulder is basically a large club and a ratty wooden shield. And hanging off of a belt on the right side is an oversized bag that looks like it was, was at one point like an adventurer's backpack that has been turned into like a, a waist pouch. Hmm. 
make a knowledge nature check. Twenty-two. Being very familiar with goblins and goblinoids, you immediately identify this as a bugbear. You've got it. Roderick, you've got big goblin problem. Literally. They're, literally uh, big you, goblin. They've, they're, they're being led by a bugbear. Oh. The bugbear, bug bear, you say? That's, uh, well, that sounds problematic. Yeah. It's like a goblin, but bigger. Meaner. Mm. Well, that explains how they smellier wandered off with the cart. But, uh, I don't know. What what do you suggest? Take a dagger out and half out of my sheet. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long ago did the cart go missing? It's just yesterday morning I found it missing, so they must have taken it. Yesterday morning. First thing in the morning. They must, they must have. Well, when we got up to start working on things again, mm-hmm. they must have taken it in the night. Yeah. I don't remember so hearing much, but... A little over a day ago in the night. Yeah. But, you know... Goblins are pretty active at night. Or, you know, nocturnal? Or... Goblins are kind of active whenever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cover of night is more sneaky. Cover mm-hmm. of night is definitely sneaky. Mm-hmm. I would know that. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely yes. know that. <laughs> What's the mechanic for pushing a horse? How does that work? Uh, hand pushing check, a horse? And then they have to make, the horse will have to make horse a constitution tipping? save. <laughs> the, horse, the horse has to make a, a fortitude save to avoid the non-lethal damage. Right. Okay. Well, we'll have a two-day head start if we leave tomorrow morning. You, feel, you can track them? I can absolutely, I can definitely easily track Wagon ruts. I mean, this, if we if we earth. become, you know, heroes of the fledgling town, it's true. They name something after us. Right. Alexander Haney's Adventuring Committee Memorial. Yeah, It would take us take us. A, I mean, if we ride hard, a day to catch up. Yeah. Probably. They can't be moving very quickly. Not with the wagon being towed by not a horse. So a two-day round trip? Well, yeah. Whatever it is. You get a good night's sleep, start out early in the morning. Roger Ride hard. looks uh, surprised as mm-hmm. he's currently polishing off the end of his mug of ale. Uh, wow. I appreciate the, the offer. Maybe name the stables after us? Well, if you've got, if they've got a bugbear with them, you've got a bigger problem than. Why don't we just say that if we come back this way, if we, if we figure free, free stabling, if we pass through. Well, I tell you what, if you can bring that cart of lumber back, you're doing me a pretty big service. And I can, I can certainly talk to Rinwald, and maybe we'll see what we can come up with for repayment, even if it's just appreciation and yeah. some free room and board. Fair enough. Sure. Being Fair exactly enough. prospering out here, but uh, well, we like to we like to get into the ground floor. It's a certain show of kindness that I would absolutely appreciate. We think that this is a very good location yeah. for possibly a new road. Um, <laughs> he kind of rolls his eyes at this point because <laughs> we're heading west from <laughs> just, here. Just, just sort of like rolls his eyes and just see the recycling. <laughs> Thanks. I feel 
like in in the future, probably this might be a good spot that you set up. So. Right. Well, is that <laughs> something that we want to try to do tonight? Like gaming session tonight? No, I figure we'll probably yeah. call it before then. Well, we can start off fresh and early in the morning in a month for this. Our next session is already scheduled for March 1st. So you guys head back to uh, Edgewald's? No, Edgeworth's. Brynwald Edgeworth. Get back to Edgeworth's Inn. Crash in your your comfortable rooms. Finish off the Another little bowl of uh, hot stew. The night goes by peacefully. And you Is awake. That the huh? What? what? So is that the waiter? Hot stew. Hot stew. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, morning comes. Y'all get up. <laughs> and prepare to go on goblin. Prepare to go oh, yes. chase down some goblins. As you set off towards the northeast, the camera pans dramatically out to the sky. <laughs> and that's where we'll go ahead and call it for uh, hey. for tonight. Good session. I will applaud you all because I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> you guys punching around in that ruin for a solid hour cracked me up. You watching, know us. This watching, is what we no, do. No, I know. I just love it though. Watching Ryan like scramble to improvise a touchscreen interface. <laughs> I want to keep pushing all the buttons. Uh...